The Holy Gospel for this, the fourth Sunday in the season of Advent, is from Luke chapter 1, beginning at verse 57. Now the time came for Elizabeth to give birth, and she bore a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown his great mercy to her, and they rejoiced with her. On the eighth day they came to circumcise the child, and they were going to name him Zechariah after his father. But his mother said, No, he is to be called John. They said to her, None of your relatives has this name. Then they began motioning to his father to find out what name he wanted to give him. He asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And all of them were amazed. Immediately his mouth was opened and his tongue freed, and he began to speak, praising God. Fear came over all their neighbors. And all these things were talked about throughout the entire hill country of Judea. All who heard them pondered them and said, What then will this child become? For indeed the hand of the Lord was with him. Then his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit, and he spoke this prophecy, which now will be sung for you by Arif. I invite you not to read the words, simply listen to the Benedictus of Zechariah. Child grew and became strong in spirit, 
And he was in the wilderness until the day he appeared publicly to Israel. The Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated. Grace to all of you and peace from God our Creator and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Let us pray. Great and glorious God, we praise you and give you thanks for this season in the church year, this season called Advent, this season of just about. We're just about there. The baby is just about born. We are just about to be your people. Most holy and blessed God, break into our world with the light of your love and grace and compassion and kindness. Break into this assembly with all these people here, O Lord, who are seeking your comfort and your peace and your challenge. Break into this worship moment with your word proclaimed and your sacrament administered. In Jesus' holy and most gracious name, we pray. Amen. Well, today, as you know, is the fourth Sunday in the season of Advent. It is a season um, of anticipation, of preparation, of waiting. It is a season we read from the gospel this year, the gospel of Luke. Today, the story of Zechariah and Elizabeth. As they give birth, Elizabeth does, to John, John the Baptist. In this story... John gets his name. Elizabeth suggests the name. Zechariah confirms the name. You may remember that a few weeks ago, on the first Sunday in Advent, Zechariah lost his speech. It seemed that Zechariah was quite a talker. He wanted to impose his will, his ideas, on lots of other people, and God said, okay, it's time for you to listen for a while. And so Zechariah lost his speech causing him to be quiet and to listen to the world around him. Now, do you happen to know any people like that in your life? Of course, I'm one of them. I talk before I think, and it's important sometimes simply to be quiet to listen, not only to other people, but to God's Spirit at work. Well, it must have worked because Zechariah seems changed now after he was quiet. His wife suggests the name John, and Zechariah says, yes, the name will be John, and immediately his voice was restored. Now, we don't understand the story unless we really understand what the word John means, why that's so significant. The word John, the name John, literally means God is gracious. John looked at his son, Elizabeth looked at her son, and they saw his future. And so they named him this God is gracious, so that he would lean into that future and become his name. In fact, even more than that, Zechariah sang a song about John's destiny, which Arif sang for us a moment ago. There is a favorite line that I have in that Benedictus of Zechariah goes like this you my child shall be called the prophet of the most high for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way I always hear it sung you my child shall be called the prophet of the most high for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way 
Can you imagine a parent singing that about a baby? Can you imagine your parent singing a song of destiny about you? Can you imagine you singing a song of destiny about your child that you hold in your hands? There will be a baptism today and I will hold this child in my hands and he will look straight up at the creation window above and for a moment I will look at that child and his eyes will catch mine and I'll wonder where will this child go? What will this child do? Who will this child become? Will he live into his name? You know, names have been very important throughout history. Not so much in our culture. Do you know what your name means? Some of us do, some of us don't. But our names have meaning. I went to the internet and I looked up a number of common names and their meanings. Here, are, here they are. Girls' names first. Sophie means... See? <laughs> Sophie means wisdom. Yes. Emma means acceptance. Emily means excellence. Abigail means joy. Tammy means guardian of light. Kaylee means pure. Hannah means grace and beauty. I know I haven't mentioned all of your names, but you might want to look up what your name means. Here are some boys' names. William means strong-willed. Noah means peaceful. Alexander means defender of the people. Colton means brave. Trevor means gift of God. Cole means one who is light. Today, many of us don't know the meaning of our own names. Much less do we lean into and become our names. That has not been true through much of history. And many cultures use names as a description of the personality of the person and their destiny. Native American culture is especially adept at naming. Um, I have, have been fascinated by Native American culture for, for my entire life. And in Native American culture, especially in the Great Plains states, there would often be two names. You'd have a name when you're a child, and then you'd have a name when you become an adult, a different name. Your childhood name changes. In your teenage years, you would go on something called a vision quest. And you, as a teenager, would have to endure significant suffering and tribulation and trials, and, and you would be put into almost a trance where you would have a dream, a vision, about who you would become, who you were, and your name would come out of that vision. For example, I suspect many of you have heard of Crazy Horse. Okay? He got that name as a teenager, and, I mean, just listen to the sound, Crazy Horse became a recklessly brave warrior. In a sense, he tended to live into his name. Another name that I looked up was Flying Eagle. You can almost imagine who that person is. As an older man, he became a kind of philosopher, a sage for the tribe. 
also in the list that I looked up was Mother Bear. And I think you can probably imagine who that person became. Well, they had this tradition of not only describing one's personality, but one's destiny. And people lived into their name. What if, what if today you could choose a name for yourself? What would that name be to describe your personality and your destiny, your purpose, your dreams? For that matter, what is your purpose? What is your dream? Why you are here? We live on such a treadmill that we end up going through the motions of life and not really understanding or embracing a destiny, a purpose in life. What name would you choose? Well, your parents chose a name for you. You may or may not know this, but the church also chose a name for you. It happened at baptism, those of you who are baptized. When we have a baptism right here at Holy Spirit Lutheran, the pastor will splash the water over the head of the person baptized. And then we'll take a bit of anointing oil and mark the sign of the cross on the forehead of the person baptized. Trevor, Colton, Taylor, child of God, you've been sealed by the Holy Spirit and marked with the cross of Christ forever. Did you catch the name? Yes, child of God. Trevor, Colton, Sophie, your name, child of God. You have been named by God with a name that describes your personality and your destiny. Child of God. On this day when John the Baptist leans into his name and becomes his name, I say to you that you are child of God and I invite you to lean into to become the name that God has given you despite the hindrances along the way. In just a couple days, we're going to celebrate Jesus' birth. Jesus' birth is celebrated because Jesus is the one who empowers us to all be called child of God. Every one of us, child of God, child of God, child of God. And that's why we celebrate Jesus born. You know Jesus' name? What it means? The rescuer. The one who rescues. And Jesus lived into that name, not just to rescue us from sin and death so that we can go to heaven after we die. Jesus rescues us from anything that might hinder us from becoming our name child of God what might hinder you many things hinder us from living into our name everything from grief to dysfunction to anger to apathy many things get in the way of us becoming child of God this day this day this season we celebrate a God who chooses to bring low 
the mountains of hindrance that keep us from being children of God. So this Christmas, we celebrate Jesus born, Jesus the rescuer. But this Christmas, we also celebrate our own name, child of God. It is who we are and who we are to become. As John the Baptist became prophet of the Most High, as Jesus became rescuer of the world, you and I become children of God in this wonderful world. Amen.